Did you get down on your hands and knees and thank the good Lord for Mike Trout yesterday? Because he is a player that every baseball fan deserves. He reminded us as Angel fans why we love him. And he shared some things at spring training that caused us to pause and consider some really important questions. And we're going to share those questions with you coming up. It's time to get locked on with Mike and John. And this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. And welcome to all of the new listeners and viewers over the last few weeks. We're glad that you're here. And you can find us anywhere you get podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And if you'd like to give back to the Super Halo Bros for all the Super Halo content, here's some things that you can do. Leave us a rate and a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. And if you're not subscribed already, please subscribe and become a Locked On every day. And whether you're watching or listening, come over to YouTube, leave a comment. It's one of the best ways to get in touch with us and be a part of the conversation. And today's show is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more with FanDuel. New customers, join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get started. Thanks for being here for this episode of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Fresh Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike and that's my brother John. And John, hey. you sound... So much better today. Well, I got over that cold you gave me. I'm, I'm feeling a lot better now. So, Stop uh, blaming me. <laughs> hey, if you haven't done so already, give us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Angels, at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. It's usually where we share like our immediate thoughts when stuff happens, news happens, things like that. And uh, Mike, certainly there was a lot of news that happened yesterday coming yeah. out of spring training very early in the morning. So here I am posting our, here's our uh, non-roster guys. And yes. then all this news comes out. So everyone's yeah. like, when are you going to talk about Rendon and Trout and all that? So don't worry, we'll get to that on today's show. Uh, in fact, uh, there was a lot of things that came out of spring training right. from the media, from Rendon, from Trout. And then we're also going to talk about something that Patrick Sandoval said last week that got us interested. So, Mike, why don't we start around the conversation with Mike Trout, what he yeah. had to say. I felt like Mike Trout got real yesterday. Yes. Yes, and I loved what he had to say. And one of the things you and I've talked about, and we shared this at the uh, end of last season, in the offseason, mm-hmm. we said, I would love to have Mike Trout talk to the media more. And I would love to have Mike Trout talk to the media more and give some details, give yes. some thoughts, not just like, hey, it's tough. It's tough. It's hard, right? I-, I loved what he shared yesterday. Two things that he talked about, the possibility of being traded mm-hmm. and the possibility of signing free agents. So shout out, high five to Sam Blum. And all the beat writers that were there, Sam Blum uh, posted a few things on Twitter yesterday. First, on the possibility of being traded, he said this. I think the easy way out is to ask for a trade. There might be a time, maybe, I really haven't thought about this. When I sign that contract, I'm loyal. I want to win championships here. The overall picture of winning a championship or getting to the playoffs here is the bigger satisfaction than bailing out or taking the easy way out. I think that's been my mindset. Maybe down the road, if some things change. Mm-hmm. John, I, I loved his honesty, and I loved that he has said multiple times, and then yesterday really clarified it. Like, I signed the contract. I want to be here. Yeah. I want to win here. And I'm thankful that we have a Hall of Fame player like Mike Trout that doesn't want to just pull the ripcord and bail. Yeah. And Another note, I don't think he's taking shots at anybody, especially Shohei Otani. Well, and I was going to say that too, because I know that there was some reading into the idea that like, yes. well, I, I'm here for the long haul and Shohei's not. 
that is reading into the situation yes. because number one, it's two different situations. Shohei Otani went to free agency. Yep. He had the opportunity. Uh, the Angels had the opportunity to bring him back, and they didn't. Yep. And Mike Trout, he's in this contract. There's a no trade clause, and so he's got to be the one to make a decision on if he wants to be traded or not. And he's got to inform the front office of that. So yes, I'm glad you brought that up because yep. I think it's a completely different situation. Doesn't mean I'm not grateful and thankful for Trout saying what he said and wanting to win with this team because Mike, that's what you and I have asked for all along. And it's even kind of what we thought Shohei Otani might want to do as well. But here's the thing, Shohei Otani, he didn't get traded during the six years that he was here. And he didn't ask to be traded during the six years that he was here. And by all accounts, every time Otani spoke to the media, he said, I'm an angel. Yep. I'm focused on this season. Yep. Trying to help them win. That's what I want to do. It didn't work out. And so he moved on. And I think that's great. And I am also, <laughs> this is this is a both and, not a either or situation yeah. where it's yeah. like, yes, I'm happy for Mike Trout being a loyal angel. And I'm happy Otani got what he wanted. There yes. you go. Yes, absolutely. Second thing that Trout talked about was his discussions with Boy. upper management, John. So there were, the, there were a few questions here, and uh, let's go back and forth. I'll read the first one. You can read okay. the second one. So uh, the first question was, uh, was, what was your conversation like with upper management? So Trout said, this offseason, I was in contact with both of them. That was Artie and Carpino. Just pushing, pushing, pushing. There's still some guys out there that can make this team a lot better. With the guys that we've got here now, it's the first day of spring. With the additions that Perry's brought into this bullpen, I've always said playing good defense and having a good bullpen wins. You can look at that in the past. So that's what he said about talking with Artie and Carpino. Then, Johnny, the question was, are you really pushing for free agents? What did he say there? He said, for sure, everybody does. I'm going to keep pushing as long as I can until the season starts or until those guys sign. It's just in my nature. I'm doing everything I can possible. It's obviously Artie's decision. I'm going to put my two cents in there. And then he was asked, <laughs> will he actually go for it? And Trump did quote here. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, uh, yeah, no, you know how Artie is laughs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that phrase in yep. just a minute. Yep. And then the last question was, would you like to see the team make uh, more of a commitment in helping you win? And he said, if you look at the past few years, Artie's spent money. I saw a graph that we were like 11th in the offseason and spending money. He's spending money. But the big thing is people are saying he's not signing big guys. This, that. There are a few guys out there that would want to play here. And I want them to play here. I talked to a couple of them that want to be here. And it comes down to Artie's decision i love I, that you I gasped thought, i thought nobody <laughs> wanted to play for the angels yeah you'd ask some fans and they're like no way nobody wants to be out there interesting thoughts johnny uh, really interesting thoughts i i think that there's been some mixed response sure in in trout's response some are saying like hey good on trout for being a great leader and being loyal others are saying he's just way too loyal what what category do you fall into is that a stupid question <laughs> no it's not a stupid question this is the first time that mike trout has held Artie Marino's feet to the fire, Mike, and in the in the most nicest trout way possible. Right, right. And you can actually see him trying to protect Artie here with the will he actually go for it and trout hmms and haws and eh, yeah. you know how Artie can be. Yeah. And and that's the thing, Mike. It, it's what we've said for the last 15 years. You know how Artie can be. And so this just proves to me that Mike Trout does want to win. And yep. everybody's narrative that Mike Trout doesn't want to be traded because he's got a cushy life and a cushy contract and doesn't have to play on a competitive team. He just responded to all of that yep. in this quote, in the sense that, 
hey, I'm pushing for free agents. I'm pushing for them to sign people. And Artie is the problem. Artie is the reason we don't go after the guys that this team needs. He talks about Artie spending money. Look, the bullpen upgrades are fantastic, but the Angels needed certainly needed a lot more than bullpen upgrades yeah. this season. Now, you and I have said, like, we're excited to see the young guys get out there and get after it, but there are obvious holes here. And, and so the fact that Trout is trying to, you know, fill those needs of this team by pushing the ownership group to do that, uh, it just goes to show that, like, Trout wants a competitive team around him. Trout wants to be in the playoffs. Trout isn't just collecting his paycheck and having a cushy job like people accuse him of. It's why, Mike, and I just put this article out yesterday and shared it with everybody on Super Halo Bros. It's why I wrote that article, Hey, Baseball, stop trying to trade Trout and put pressure on Artie yeah. to sell. And I know that fans and media and all that stuff can't do anything about Artie selling. I know that MLB can't do anything about Artie selling because he hasn't done anything like egregious. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, he hasn't Donald Sterlinged himself as far as we know, right. that sort of thing. Right. And, and so what I'm trying to say here is it's been reported that Artie feels the pressure and the negative discourse around the team and around him. And those are from people that are close to him. They have told writers that they have told journalists that. And so if the national narrative changes from, oh, you got to get Trout off that team to, no, how about we all come together and talk about how this owner is holding back this Hall of Fame generational talent from having a competitive team around him. And the same goes for Otani. Like, it wasn't just Trout and Otani that could do it all by themselves. There had to be a good team around them, and there just hasn't been. John, do you think that there is a narrative, and this is going to sound... Um, in favor of Artie, so please read between the lines here, uh, Locked on Everydayers. I'm not in favor of Artie, but do you think that there's a narrative where, and Trout said it, like, I love these young guys, I, that the narrative is, I think that we could really be competitive this year and and really be sneaky good, and I know that there's no documentation or historical stats that says Patrick Sandoval is going to be great and Reed Detmers is going to be great and Ohapi will be great, but do you think that on the inside, looking at this team, talking with Ron Washington and with Mike Trout, do you think that they're going, I really think that maybe we are a better team than most people are giving us credit for? Yeah, I think that they definitely feel that, especially with the coaching staff that they've brought in and the potential of these young guys, Mike. And you always say it all the time. We got to move from potential to performance. And this yeah. is a year where they get to find that out. Having said that, the potential of this 2024 team far surpasses the potential of many of the teams we've had the last five, six years. Yeah. When you think about position player wise, I mean, look, these guys have a lot to prove and they have to do it this season. And we're asking a lot of them, but in terms of it being a week before spring training, before we get to games, I do like who they have penciled in yeah. through nine. Yeah. And the truth is, is I think, it's a lot better than some of the recent teams. Mike, it's a lot better than, I, I said this the other day, the Angels have done far better with far worse in their 60-year history, right? Like there, yeah, have been, yeah. there have been worse teams than this. So right. yes, I, I think that there is a sentiment that this team can go out there and do something good. And I think it starts with the coaching staff. It's not a bunch of scarecrows as a coaching staff anymore. These are guys that <laughs> you, you see that getting them down in the dirt and working with guys. I mean, we'll talk yeah. about Rendon here in a second, but that yeah. video of Wash working with Rendon, 
it's great. something I've wanted to see since Ron Washington became our manager. Yeah. And I came across those Braves videos where Wash was working with the Braves infielders and yep. doing those little drills and doing the fundamentals. Boring fundamental baseball yeah. is what we're getting at. And finally, I'll say this. The, people have been clamoring for a rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. Yeah. And, and, and talking out both sides. I see a lot of talking out of both sides of people's mouths where it's like, this team's going to suck, but also we need a rebuild. Like this is the rebuild. Right. So if they suck, like it's because you wanted a rebuild and yeah. Perry's done a quiet rebuild in the sense that most of the position players we have now were in college or yeah. on other teams yeah. or dwindling in the minors because there wasn't room for them in the major leagues. Like this, this is the rebuild guys. This is yeah. what people have. This wanted is the thing. This is what's <laughs> this happening. Is, yes. Right. Johnny. And I think you're, I think you're absolutely right. And when you look at this roster and I want to address a comment from yesterday on yesterday's show, somebody was saying, man, I just am not confident in this roster minor leagues as well, but it, it seems like this guy can play second and play first and play third and play outfield. That's what you want. You want flexibility, mm. especially in the minor leagues, somebody that can move around the diamond gone are the days where, this person just plays this position and that's it. Now, once they get to the major leagues, that's ideal. Yeah, but to have somebody extent. like a Renjifo that can bounce around a bit is great. To have somebody like Ammoniac that can bounce around a bit is great. And then still perform at the plate. That's what you want. And I think that the Angels see that and are loving that. And, and when you talk about free agents, I, I wonder if Mike Trout is looking at some of these bigger pitchers rather than maybe bigger hitters to come in like a Blake Snell, right? Mm -hmm. And 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 to come in and really help this pitching staff because I think offensively, if you look at this team just on paper, I think that they'll be able to perform and produce, especially if Trout is fully healthy and Rendon is fully healthy and Ohapi and Neto have a full season. Yeah, absolutely. And and again, Mike, I think this comments from Trout, they just confirm what we've all felt as Angels fans. And the barrier to entry for a competitive team has been Artie Marino and his decision-making. And yeah. look, like they did pretty well putting together a team with depth and a, a, a team on a budget that was competitive up until everybody got hurt last year. But but again, you, you without spending in the areas that you need, and and more importantly, not spending in, in minor league development, player development, uh, analytics, data, that sort of thing, uh, that's what burns it for you if you yeah. don't have guys coming up through the system that you can trust to replace your trouts and your rendones when they get hurt then you're up a creek without a paddle and i just don't think that that's an area of investment that already's made and it's clear we've seen that i think they're just now starting to turn the corner on the minors it seems like there's a lot more cohesion from the majors on down and that's because of some new coaching staff and some new hires there so maybe they're finally turning the corner on that player development. Hey, we want to thank you for making Lockdown Angels your first listen every single day. We're just getting started here on Lockdown Ooh, Angels. Let's go. Uh, coming up, Rendon spoke to the media at spring training. There's your bonus hot take that you got, Mike. Um, and what he shared was not very surprising. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it was uh, pretty honest. And fans have a lot of different responses to how right. they <laughs> felt about his, uh, his comments. And so we're going to get into all of that coming right up. Everydayers, if you're working on your car, your truck, or your SUV, or if you just want to make it 
a whole lot better. Give it some peak performance, and you got to check out eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy in sports, and it's also what helps keep your car or truck or SUV on the road. eBay Motors has everything that you need to maintain your vehicle and even level it up to peak performance, like superchargers and roof racks and exhaust kits and LED headlights and so much more. And whether you're into speed or power or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. They have hundred over 122 million parts for your auto. So you're going to find exactly what you're looking for online. And with the eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit right the first time or you're going to get your money back. And I love that because I, I can make a mistake on that. I know you guys don't, but I make mistakes on that all the time. So with the eBay Guarantee Fit, you have that guarantee. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car, your truck, or your SUV into the MVP and bring home that dub. Keep your car, your truck, or your SUV alive at ebaymotors.com. Remember, eligible items only, exclusions do apply, and the eBay Guarantee Fit is only available to U.S. customers. This is the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every single day. Locked On Everydayers, don't forget to head on over to Locked On Sports today on YouTube, the world's first 24-7 national sports streaming channel, covering all the top stories of the day. Hey, we might even be on there because of the Rendon and Trout stuff. (laughs) And so you get insight from the local experts of Locked On, plus the national shows as well. So head on over to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the world's first 24-7 national sports streaming channel. Uh, Rendon said a lot of things at spring training yesterday, John. So uh, let's go through some of the questions that he was asked. First question was, last year you said you'd consider consider retiring. What's your mindset now? He said, my enthusiasm has been the same since I got drafted, to be honest with you. I was actually deleting old emails because my storage is to the max. So I'm going back and I'm deleting old emails. I emailed same. myself a pro <laughs> and con. That was probably the most human side of Rendon we've ever seen, right? I emailed myself a pro and con of why I wanted to stay in the game. And that was in 2014. My thought process of the game has not changed since then. I keep making this uh, this long. I keep extending this because he's staying in the game, right? So right. then the next question was, how does your pro and con list compare to 10 years ago? He said, it's a lot different. I'm married. I have four kids. My priorities have changed since my early 20s. So definitely my perspective on baseball has a been has been a bit more skewed. He said, uh, Sam asked him, is it still a top priority for you? And he said, it's never been a top priority for me. This is a job. I do this to make a living. My faith, my family comes first before this job. So if those things come before it, I'm leaving. And then Sam said, is it is it a priority? And he said, oh, it's a priority for sure because it's my job. I'm here, aren't I? He said, do you want to be here? And then he said, I don't want to talk to you guys at seven in the morning or whatever time it is. I get that. And then he said, <laughs> uh, do you want to be here playing baseball for the Angels? And then he said, I have answered your question. So why hmm. do you keep picking at it? Mike, yeah. how should fans respond to what Rendon had to say? Why don't you start us out and then I'll give you my thoughts. Yeah, first of all, you need to watch Trout on video and you need to watch Rendon on video because body language tone that actually matters. And so when I watched, uh, I read what he said and then I watched what he said and and the posture was a bit different, different. And I think I'm reading into maybe my own opinions on some of this, maybe my own emotions on some of this stuff. So watch the videos. I think that's really important, but here's, here's my thoughts, Johnny. I appreciate the candidness. I think we want candidness from angel players. We want it from our favorite players. We want it from our team, right? But I'm also convinced that candid comments are earned, not not just given, right? Like okay. you have to earn candid comments. For example, Kobe, Kobe Bryant was candid. Kobe he was allowed to be candid because he played, because he won. Rendon 
has has not earned the right to be candid, right? Hmm. And and here's the thing: he's always held this perspective. He proved that in that interview since yes. 2014. This is not new. This exactly. Rendon it has always been this way since the Nationals, sure. Right. However, when he was with the Nats, it wasn't that big of a deal because he played well <laughs> and he won, right. right? And winning does solve and heal all wounds. Right. Those things changed when he came to Anaheim, and so his. His answers feel a bit like nails on a chalkboard. Here's mm. where he's right, Johnny. He's right. Family and faith should always be the priority. I get that. And I understand needing to prioritize your life, especially as a married man with kids. I understand that. However, he has not earned the fans' trust mm. to be this candid. I think he I think he lacks a bit of self-awareness because mm. he he should have he should have gotten in front of the cameras and just said, Hey, I realize my play has suffered and my injuries have a lot to do with that. So my priority is to stay healthy and play like I can. And I, and I think that the questions were a bit leading. I understand yeah. that because people have some assumptions with Rendon, but quite honestly, John, I think that what Rendon showed us yesterday is not any different than what he was 10 years ago. Right. However, he's just not aware of the fact that there is a perspective of him that doesn't give him too much wiggle room, right? Mm. And I'm a, I'm a faith guy. I'm a pastor. And I and he threw out his faith. Here's what I'm convinced faith does. Faith allows you to do whatever you're doing excellently because there is a scripture that speaks about I'm doing this as if I'm doing this for the Lord. And so mm. that's the thing that I think maybe rubbed me a bit of the wrong way because it's sure. not like I'm just going to, I'm going to ditch out on my responsibility here and I'm going to go and take care of my family and faith. Uh, like, my family is a priority. And so if there's an emergency, I'm there. If there's a situation, I'm there. However, I do think that he missed the opportunity to say, yeah, there's some things that I need to get better at and and I want to stay healthy. And, and I think that that's appropriate. I'm just wondering if the guy that we heard yesterday, I'm just wondering if, well, I'm not wondering anymore. This is the guy, right? This is right. the guy that he is. And, and so maybe we just need to understand that he's not thrilled to play baseball and his answers are always going to be a bit like, Ooh, and yeah. it came after Mike Trout spoke. And so that was just like, that's like speaking to somebody that you're holding up and you're going to have a statue in front of Anaheim stadium for, and then Rendon follows it up and you're like, Oh man, the opening act just totally beat you out. Right? Yes. Yes. Mike, uh, my, my thoughts on this are the fact that Rendon spoke to the media, I think is a big deal um, because Obviously, he's he was dodgy. He was yeah. inconsistent last year, and that's what was really frustrating. I guess I guess I hear what you're saying, and I hear what fans are saying. Like, if he doesn't love it, then he should leave it, right? But look, this is this is the area in which he was gifted and talented enough to make it in a profession that pays him well and treats him well. Now. Is there a frustration between like how much money he's making and the lack of production on the field? 100%. You and I have covered that time and time again on this show. But one, there was a YouTuber who commented the other day and said, I feel like we need to handle Rendon the way that people handle Zach Granke. Because Granke's mm. a weird dude. Yep. And he says weird things. And Rendon is kind of like that as well. And, and here's my thing. I understand prioritizing your faith and your family and, and the way he sees baseball as, as the job that helps him support his family and give him the life that he's been given. Mike, I, I totally understand um, not loving something and doing it for work when right. you feel like you should love something. And that's yeah. because for two years, I was a high school English teacher. It's what I thought I wanted to do. I even went 
and taught in my hometown high school. It was great. And I had great colleagues and peers and great students. And in the two years that I was there, I realized, oh, I don't love this. Yeah. I look at my coworkers and see that they're staying up till 10 p.m. on a Friday. Like, I graded all these essays. And I'm like, that sucks. I yeah. hate this. And and so, again, I was good at the job. I could do the job. I think I did pretty well at it. I don't think I you know, made any huge mistakes or anything like that. But I left because it wasn't something I loved. And for Rendon, this is still a job for him. And it has been since he's been wrestling with whether or not this is something he's wanted to do since 2014 or prior to that. And I think it's interesting that he brought up that side of the conversation of, yeah, I've been thinking about this for a real long time. And and so I totally understand being in something that you don't love. And it's a job. And I think because there's such romanticism around baseball there's like oh the love of the game and man look at the way look at the way zach netto gets down in the dirt and plays like yes there are dudes that love baseball and all of us who talk about baseball would love to be dudes who are good at baseball but we're not and so uh to me we have we hold baseball in really high esteem and it just turns out that there's a player who doesn't look at it that way in fact Trevor Plouffe uh, from Talking Baseball, former big leaguer, said, look, Rendon's not the only big leaguer who feels this way. He's just been the most vocal about it. So I understand people's contention and I understand their frustration because Rendon is not the the pillar of virtue that this sort of speak should be coming from. But can I just say, can we all, you and me included, Michael, can we all just shut up and play (laughs) baseball and watch baseball and enjoy this? Because... I posted that video of Rendon working with Ron Wash uh, from Tumble Travels on Instagram, and that got me fired up. And I'm like, look, this guy's working. He's working with Wash. Wash has obviously taken a concern with Rendon to help him get back to who he has been and who he was. So let's just let's just play ball. And like like the the comments about oh he did that with Wash and he got hurt immediately after like. <laughs> It's just the lowest hanging fruit uh, of a joke that you can think of. And so I'm just excited for him to be good again. And honestly, like you said, winning heals all wounds, winning heals it all. And I think that if Rendon gets out there and has a good season, then more power to him. He can, he can hate baseball and make money and love his family and have his faith. As long as he's putting in the work, like he has been with Washington and goes out there and makes a difference in 2024. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. You can get a big dub with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins, and you can bet on all your favorite NBA players and NBA teams who's going to get the best score, who's going to have the most assists. All of that stuff is available on FanDuel. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to let them know where you came from, and you can get that dub you've been looking for and maybe some money as well. FanDuel is the official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Mike, before we move on to Patrick Sandoval, who actually did show some self-awareness in his comments, (laughs) I had to say, like, when it came to Rendon, if he didn't say that he didn't like baseball and he ended up saying, no, I love baseball. It's my favorite thing to do. Then the comments would have been, well, then get out there and show it. Stop being hurt. And <laughs> yeah. so it, to me, it was just a big catch 22 sure. of like, do you want him to be honest or do you want him to say what you think you want him to say 
is just kind of where I, I came yeah. from with it. So fans want players to be self-aware and, and, and self-awareness takes a lot of awareness of self. <laughs> Tweet hey. that. Um, and, and that's why I love what Sandoval had to yes. say about himself because he admitted recently that he's been struggling on the mound and he knows he could be a top guy on the mound if he could just get his emotions under control. Mm -hmm. He said he's been working at it for years, talking to, quote unquote, a lot of people. But he said this spring, he's optimistic about maintaining his composure without losing the parts that he wants to keep. Sandy said, I enjoy the emotional part of the game, big plays, big strikeouts. I'm not going to be a robot out there and just walk off the field. That's not who I am. It's never who I've been. However, Sandy said that he's going to make an intention, uh, an intentional, thoughtful pivot this year. And here it is. I'm definitely going to be focusing more on the good that happens in the game and picking up my teammates, letting them know the obvious things like, Hey, great play. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. I love that. He said, that's what I want to be for this team. Someone that lifts them up and is a good presence on the mound and someone that they can enjoy playing behind. John, of course, Sandoval has been very visible when his teammates made mistakes behind him. And it's kind of been his unraveling, but he said he's going to improve that mental side, been working on that mental side. And he thinks that it'll benefit him because it'll help him to stay focused on the task at hand. And it'll also slow him down on the mound. So Johnny, what does a more emotionally mature Sandoval mean for this starting rotation? I think it's being mature in your decision-making when you display emotion because Sandoval talking about like coming off the mound, like fired up and dropping a let's freaking go, even though he's not saying it that way, uh, is that's great. And I love that. And I love emotion, man. One of my favorite moments was I got to see one of Jeter's last games at angel stadium and Jared Weaver was in like no chance situation with the bases loaded and like one out and he gets the double play and he comes off the mound and he's, fired up Mike yep. and we've seen Weaver fired up many times but you know what and I've brought this up on the show before when Weaver was having a terrible outing in Texas and as he walked off the mound they played hit the road Jack yep. and he's singing along with it and Alex Curry asked him why were you singing the song and he goes because I sucked yep and so he just he had the self-awareness to get fired up when he and his teammates did great things but when he sucked he didn't get mad or throw a fit or get mad right. at the players behind right. him. I think that's the emotional maturity that Sandoval needs to start displaying. And he's a veteran of this team. Now he's been around for five years now. Yeah. And so it, people are going to look up to him. And I think this is the time for him to start to do that. Yeah. And he said that uh, one of the ways that he's going to work on his emotions is something that Griffin Canning encouraged him to do this off season. He's participating in Pilates, John. He says it helps with <laughs> conditioning, it helps with focus, and it helps with staying within his commands, uh, his mechanics as a pitcher. And he says it's also great for his his like soul, like his yeah. spirit, because he's just he's relaxing and he's focusing. And so it's not just him going, yeah, I know I need to not be as emotional in those situations. It's him actually taking appropriate steps, listening to the people around him, Griffin Canning included, and then going and doing those things. And mm -hmm. so I'm I'm really kind of excited to see what kind of Sandy we're going to get this year. Yeah, it would be so much better if we got a emotionally mature Sandy. And Mike, we've been frustrated with his emotions on the mound. And yep. we know that games get away from him when he does get frustrated. And so we've been calling for this for a long time. Like, hey, somebody's got to talk to this guy and get yeah. him to to rein it in when he needs to because it's really affecting his game. And I'm sure it's affecting his rapport with his teammates. And so it's great that he finally had some 
self-awareness and self-reflecting and decided to make some changes. Uh, my, my wife recently got into Pilates and I'm like, that sounds kind of fun. I think I want to do that too. <laughs> she got me to do yoga on our uh, vacation nice. over, uh, last weekend, which um, you know, that's because I love her. She got she got me to do that. Uh, otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. And it was a free class. So otherwise, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> John's going to have an all-star pitching year on the podcast this year because he's that's done right. a lot. Only, only bron- bronze year, baby. <laughs> bronze, baby. I love it. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Now, go check out Locked On Sports today. It's the first ever 24-7 streaming channel, a national sports streaming channel covering all local sports, national sports. You're going to love it. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Hey, give us a follow at Locked On Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. Whether you're watching or listening to today's show, come on over to YouTube, get in the comments. I'm sure that you guys have a lot to say regarding these comments as Mike and I did as well. So we'll get in there and respond as best we can to you guys. Uh, Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? We're going to continue to do a deep dive in spring training. We're going to talk about Taylor Ward. That is, unless somebody gets in front of a microphone and says something really interesting, (laughs) and we have a whole show about that. But if that doesn't happen, we've got some good information specifically on Taylor Ward. And one thing that he did that is a big step for him to get ready for 2024. We'll talk about that tomorrow on Lockdown Angels. Looking forward to that. We hope you'll come back and join us again tomorrow. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. Thanks for being here, everybody, and we'll see you back here on Wednesday.